0: Hello, it's 17th of July, 2017, and this is episode 36 of Scavenger's Horde, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Rachel.
1: And I'm Kirsty.
0: We're here to deliver a regular rundown of Star Wars news, analysis and commentary, with a focus on the sequel trilogy and the future of the saga. So Kirsty, how has your week in Star Wars been? It's
1: been great.
0: Yeah, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure that's true for lots of fans because there's been a lot going on with D23 and the week before that we had Forces of Destiny. So lots of Star Wars stuff coming out.
0: Yeah. And lots of really awesome Star Wars stuff. To tell you the truth, I think the behind the scenes reel from D23, that got me way more hyped than the teaser did.
1: Yeah, I think,
0: yeah, same for me
1: because the, there's so much. Yeah. Like I was looking, I was looking through it again just before we started recording and I was like, they... I mean, these things like flash by so quickly, but it just hints at so many different elements of the story and stuff we've heard from spoilers and things we've been getting hints at for a while. And yeah. there's just so so much to unpack and there's a lot there that we're probably going to make all these kind of silly assumptions about. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm sure people did for The Force Awakens as well, but that's all part of the fun. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's fun to laugh at yourself and be wrong about things because you do occasionally get things right, which is also really good.
1: Yeah. Uh- but in the uh, meantime, all of this stuff is great, like just while we're waiting for the film because it's stuff that serves as inspiration for Fanon. Like yes, this will inspire lots of new fanfic and fan art and everything. So while people are waiting, you can get all of that awesome new content as well.
0: Yeah, I've already got so many head cannons, but I'll talk about that more <laughs> in a moment. <laughs> um, it's obviously been a couple of weeks since we were last able to successfully record, <laughs> um, because basically, technology has not been our friend recently. It has been letting us down in many, in a whole multitude of ways. <laughs> but we are hoping that it's on our side this time. We're going to find out shortly when we check the recording. Um, but yeah, because we are a little bit late in terms of getting into things, we are actually going to have our big Forces of Destiny discussion for this episode as well, so that'd be really fun. And I know that, again, it's it happened a few weeks ago now, Kirsty, but there was like lots of Twitter drama, wasn't there, and things going on in terms of the response to Forces of Destiny. Do you want, want to elucidate?
1: Yeah, so it was some negativity that was followed by overwhelming positivity positivity so uh, it was great overall um the thing that happened was so silly but if anyone's been watching forces of destiny on youtube um or in general comments on youtube tend to be pretty bad but um for this they definitely were i was looking at the ones on on the trailer anyway um some people aren't happy with star wars focusing on female characters which is a shame um and i was kind of tweeting about it like just kind of trying to lighten the mood with some funny gifts and everything um and some people who don't like this whole forces of destiny thing saw those tweets because they gained um some attention from the rest of the fandom like pablo hidalgo retweeted one of them mm. um ended up leaving us some bad reviews because of it um yeah. because they didn't like that we were celebrating female characters and kind of poking fun at people who are bitter about it um, because it is a bit silly. Forces of Destiny, as we'll get to later, we'll talk about it in more depth. But it's obviously this series of shorts primarily geared towards younger fans, like really young fans. This yeah. is probably going to be really good for people who are not even familiar with Star Wars yet. It's like the first piece of Star Wars content they've ever consumed. So it's kind of silly to watch grown adults getting really really salty over something that's clearly geared towards children yeah so that was something i was just kind of laughing about because you know you have to keep some perspective and realize that not every piece of star wars content is primarily for you you can still enjoy it and we have um but you, you just have to remember that star wars is for children so um yeah we got some bad reviews from people who didn't like what we were saying um, mm-hmm. But because of that, I, I tweeted about it and just like let people know, hey, these reviews are from people who are mad at us about Forces of Destiny. It's not actually to do with the show itself.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, the response from the overall uh, Twitter Star Wars community was overwhelming. Um, we got so many positive messages from people who love the show. Some people started listening to the show because they found out about it through that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot more positive reviews left. So welcome new listeners and thank you to listeners who have been supporting us for a long time. It was, it felt really good because at first when I saw those bad reviews, I, I felt really upset. I thought yeah. we'd let people down. So
0: mm. yeah, no, so they were, it was like, it went beyond a bad review, I think, because they accused us of things that are actually deeply offensive. And I was like, what, what did we do? You know, it made me wreck my brain thinking, what could we have possibly said? to have mm. inspired this person to make this comment um but then when we looked into it we realized it was spite it wasn't really like a genuine complaint because obviously if people have genuine complaints or real issues with anything we've said or any of the points we're making we'll be very receptive to that and we want to hear and we want to improve like ourselves and like keep an eye on what we're saying so we're very open to that but yeah it was clear that this comment was just malicious Basically, it was purely about trying to ruin our reputation. So in light of that, it was really heartening and really lovely to see such like an outpouring of like support and solidarity from the wider Star Wars community, especially on Twitter, because yeah. people there seem really close-knit, and it's really nice.
1: Yeah, it really was, because... Um, I don't know, Like, I have a lot of fun doing the podcast, obviously. It's been great to get to know more people through the podcasting community, but I sometimes feel like we're still kind of... Uh, niche or outsiders. because Sometimes we get we have perspectives that are quite different from other people's on the story. Yeah. Um, but it's it's nice to see that that doesn't always get in the way. Like people just see if a podcast is kind of getting attacked for something. It doesn't matter if you understand Star Wars differently or whatever. Like real life stuff is more important. Yeah. Um, sometimes with fandom, you can kind of get distracted and lose perspective. So um, it was really nice.
0: Yeah. So, thank you, everyone. No, it's been really lovely to see. Right, yeah, to get into the normal order of business, um, if you do want to help us out, please do leave us a rating or review on iTunes because we really appreciate that. It helps to spread the word and gets more people listening, which is always great. And thank you so much if you have already done so. Um, And if you have any questions for us, you can email them to scavengershoard at gmail.com. We're not really going to have time to get to questions today. But I will try my best to make sure we get to them next time because I know we don't do them every week, but we do still really appreciate everyone who writes in. And we're really glad that you enjoy the show so much that you want to write in and get our thoughts on particular things. So thank you. Right, to move into news, obviously the big news of the moment is the the behind-the-scenes reel that was shown at D23, and just D23 more generally because they had lots of the cast members there. Um, Benicio Del Toro and Laura Dunn were present at D23 um, for the first time to promote The Last Jedi, which is really cool. And then you obviously get the old stalwarts like um Daisy and Kelly and John and Mark Gwendolyn because Gwendolyn's always good at those events, mm-hmm. um have also got some lovely photos from the set and um oh, awesome set of character posters as well, which is always cool oh yeah, to see. yeah, they were, were so lovely. cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that colour scheme, um but yeah, loads of really good stuff. I feel like I've got a bit of an information overload if that makes sense. Because it's just so overwhelming and there's all this new content in my life and I love it. I love it so much, but my brain is still in the process of like ordering things and figuring out what I saw, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I've had a really busy weekend, so I feel like I haven't really had time to process it all yet because it's like for a short clip, there's a lot going on here. They're showing all of these different elements of the story, all these new characters and older ones and... Um, the actors perspectives on the story and that's just a lot to process and I feel like we're going to keep coming back to it over the next few weeks and break it down further so it's really exciting to get all of this because I, I know we've had lots of other Star Wars stuff in the meantime and we have like the Hunt Solo stuff to talk about and then we've had Forces of Destiny but let's be real <laughs> the last Jedi <laughs> is the thing we've been most excited about
0: yeah so this is like the yeah. star attraction this is like the marquee name basically <laughs>
1: mm-hmm yeah, it's very exciting.
0: Am I right to think that the behind-the-scenes rule came out while you were at dinner with your friends? Yes.
1: <laughs> what oh, did, did you do? Did out?
0: you have to sneak okay. to the bathroom to? So I,
1: so I left the house. We we went out for dinner, and I knew that it was going to be coming out in like the next half hour because I've been watching kind of the. Um, because they'd had the live panel going on for like the two hours before they got to star wars right they'd had all like mary poppins and a wrinkle in time and everything else and and then we went to dinner we had a reservation and i was like okay i'm just gonna like occasionally check my phone just to see (laughs) and then i (laughs) and then i saw that the, the thing had come out um but i couldn't watch it until we'd like left dinner and gone home and everything because i was with friends who were like they like star wars but they're not like Fan fans, and that they have to watch it as soon as it happens. Yes. Um, so it was just kind of funny to like pretend that I wasn't bursting at the seams <laughs> to watch this.
0: That must have been a great oh. acting performance. I would struggle. I was literally yes. in front of my computer going, "Oh my god!"
1: Yeah, it's just like everything's fine. <laughs> I was really looking forward to seeing my friends. I hadn't seen them in a long time, so I had a, a great time. And if people follow us on Twitter, they'll see that I was in Ireland and um, we went out on a boat like along the coast so I didn't go to Skellig Michael I didn't go to that corner of um, Ireland like you did a couple weeks ago but um, I still kind of got a lovely impression of the Irish coast mm-hmm. and I took some photos and I, I felt like I could have been on arc two yeah Um. so it still felt pretty Star wars
0: Yeah that's how I felt on the Kerry Cliffs it was just this like Awe-inspiring moment. I was like, "Come on, I need that music to swell." And <laughs> like, if I hadn't had my friend with me, I probably would have like plugged in my earbuds and started playing the Jedi Steps on full blast, because oh, yeah. it would have been such a great feeling. <laughs>
1: like, oh, yeah, God. it's very atmospheric.
0: Yeah, it's super cool. Um, but yeah, I guess. <sighs> The real question is, what did you like the most out of D twenty three? And just to be clear, I don't think we should say like the behind the scenes reel generally here. I think we should say like a specific element of the behind the scenes reel because otherwise, yeah. there's just so much stuff in there it could like mean anything and everything. Mm. I know that's a really hard question, so I'm sorry. And oh my gosh! You, you can include like it's the thick. posters and the photos and all that kind of stuff as well.
1: Um, I guess there was one part of the the behind the scenes footage that kind of showed a glimpse of Leia yeah. and Ray meeting
0: mm, yeah that
1: really excited me because we hadn't had any hint of that happening at all anywhere yeah. like not in spoilers or or any anything from many of the actors so far and no one commented on it on the behind the scenes reel but it's clearly Ray and Leia looking at her there, kind of with a worried expression on her face. So I'm so intrigued to see what that means. Yeah. Because a, a lot of the stuff we were getting, you could kind of pinpoint it as to what kind of act it's going to be in. Mm. Um. So we don't have specifics of the story yet, but we're kind of starting to fill in where things might turn up. And and things like you raise hairstyle and raise costume. That's really kind of what gives things away. Yes. Um, and we know the various planet locations now. So. But that's just one example, honestly. Like, just watching this whole thing, it was just so exciting.
0: Yeah, like, I- I'm, like, a real asshole because I asked you to name one and you were very good you named one, but I can't name one because there's oh, just so many I... great moments. <laughs> you can name others, too, if you like. <laughs>
1: um, oh, God, it was just so cool to see all of the characters again. Yes. You know? Um, new shots of Kylo, new shots of Finn, Rose. We saw um Paige as well for a split second yes so it's just really exciting to get these things that feel completely new and i really liked the overall mood that they were um it seemed quite different from the force awakens behind the scenes footage where they were really um emphasizing kind of the nostalgic aspect of star wars which totally made sense for that moment in time like bringing back the franchise yeah but now it's all about distinguishing it from what's because come before and showing that they're really taking things in a different direction now and it's going to surprise people yeah i think john was saying something like it's going to go like the opposite direction from what people were expecting after the force awakens and daisy was emphasizing that even though it's a second in a trilogy it feels very much like a new film yeah so all of that stuff's really cool to think about
0: yeah and it's really exciting because while i absolutely loved the first teaser I did feel like it was only telling us things that were incredibly easy to infer from the force awakens. So like Mm -hmm. all the shots of Ray and Luke that all on act two and like Finn, he's still in a coma. Like, wow, what a shock. (laughs) Um, And Kylo's looking all like badass and mean and angry. And Mm -hmm. all of those are things that you would just expect. So there was nothing surprising or really stimulating for me in that, even though I was still super hyped to see it. And it gives me chills every time I see it in the cinema. But this behind the scenes reel, it was just completely different. It felt like it was packed full of all these exciting new elements, and oh my god, I, my imagination was just supercharged. You know, I was like, <laughs> "What's that? Who's that? What? What? What's going on?" Oh my god, it's so cute, and <laughs> just stuff like that. You know, so in terms of favorite moments, oh my god, like I love the creatures so much. Yeah, like. Oh God, like the Porgs.
1: Oh, the Porgs are so cute.
0: Yeah, like the Porgs, like they're very accurate to how MSW represented them in their drawings. Sorry, that's making stars. I shouldn't talk in acronyms.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's really interesting because when I saw those illustrations, I kind of just thought they'd done it in a cutesy cartoony style. Yeah. But But their eyes are huge and they look kind of cartoonish.
0: Yeah, but like at the same time, it's cartoonish in a really good way. Like, yeah. they still look real. They still look tangible. They don't look like they've been hastily inserted to be, like, cute marketing foils. Although they clearly are cute marketing foils. <laughs> so I'm sure <laughs> there's going to be loads of, like, pork plushies and stuff.
1: Oh, I will be buying all of those. Yes.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they're they just, like, adorable, and they looked right in that environment. Because yeah. I think at first you look at that landscape of all these, like, jagged rocks, and it's, like, all very moody and forbidden, and then when you learn, oh, there's going to be like adorable little seal pup crossed with bird creatures living here. Yay! At first, you're like, what? It just seems so random and out of place. But when you actually see it, it just works so well. So I love that.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see more of those. Because it kind of, I like the fact that they're kind of based on the puffins that really do live on Skellig Michael. Yes. And it's been kind of a Star Wars staple to have these little cute creatures everywhere, right? Because yeah. it kind of feeds into this idea of communing with. Nature through the force that is connected to everything,
0: yeah. No, they're so so sweet. Um, and in terms of other highlights, um, the really really superficial one, if I'm being completely honest, and I'm sure some people will judge me, and I'm sorry, but I loved seeing Adam Driver training. <laughs>
1: oh, same, <laughs> I loved that from the Force Awakens footage, so I actually had my fingers crossed for some of that, <laughs> yes, because it's just so fun seeing them practice the choreography because it's so impressive yeah um and they just must practice for hours to get all that just perfect so yeah that was really cool
0: it looks really oh, cool i
1: i was just flipping through the screenshots and i just remembered another favorite part it was um rose and finn in their undercover first order uniforms
0: yes oh that's such a great shot
1: yeah they just look badass like i can't wait to see how that goes down whether it's gonna be like comedic or serious it's yeah it's kind of hard to know right now
0: they do the more i see of rose the more i'm like i really like you <laughs> I don't yeah. really know anything about you, but I really like you. Like there's a beautiful shot in the behind the scenes where like they're filming her in this dark space and they're like holding a light bulb close to her face to illuminate mm. it. And it's just such a beautiful shot and you can just see like all this emotion and feeling on her face and it's like, Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and one last thing. I love the shot of John and Daisy like just goofing around yeah. on the crate. I can do that stupid little dance <laughs> it was yeah
1: that was really cool because you kind of getting the impression from the footage that everyone's gonna kind of reunite on crate like that's gonna be where everything is a big showdown at the end of the film yes like all this exciting stuff's gonna happen yeah so like all of the characters somehow end up there again it's gonna be kind of action packed and something crazy is gonna happen you just know it
0: <laughs> yeah no it's a really tantalizing prospect Um, So yeah, it was just an awesome first look and I love it and I cannot wait for more. I'm (laughs) so hyped for the next trailer now. Although I still at the same time feel quite satisfied for the time being. I don't feel like I'm champing at the bit to get a trailer because I feel satisfied for now. So I actually saw some people saying that they were really disappointed that it was a behind the scenes reel rather than a trailer. Um, oh, hasn't
1: that been rumored for a while that it was going to be behind the scenes? Because that kind of matches what happened to *Horse Awakens*, right?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Well, that's I guess why I wasn't sure why people were disappointed. So it's like no one promised us a trailer at D23. Like, I don't know. Maybe people were excited because of that BBFC um, classification for a trailer for *The Last Jedi* that came a few weeks ago now. So I know some of us, I think including me, had speculated that might be coming at D23 to distract from the Han Solo drama. But mm. I don't think it was ever Honestly, a serious word.
1: It sometimes feels to me like we get more of a hint of where the story's going from this behind-the-scenes stuff.
0: Oh, totally, yeah. I think we get way more of a hint. Like, I feel like I have a sense of g- the geography of things, at least, from mm. this trailer, which I don't from the teaser for The Last Jedi, because that feels quite claustrophobic, and you're really not seeing many different places and locations. It's like 70% Act 2. Um, so right. Cool. I, I love Act yeah. Two, but it's nice to see other places too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really like that this kind of showed off all of the different story elements, the different strands that the characters are going to be on, because it's becoming pretty clear. I mean, it was clear from the teaser because you didn't really see much of Finn, and that was something that I actually didn't quite like. I, I you know, I, I was looking forward to seeing more of Finn's storyline. Yeah. Um, and you only got that one shot of him, and um, still in his coma. Um, but this kind of emphasises that there are going to be these various strands, and the characters are going to be on their own distinct arcs, mm. um, and every and it's all going to have like a common theme, like how Carrie said at the end, it's about family. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it just feels more like a cohesive story that's coming together.
0: Totally. Um. So, what did you think about the posters that came out? So we got character posters for six characters, and off the top of my head, they were Ray, Luke. Leia, Kylo, Finn and Poe.
1: Yeah, I really liked those. I like that they're all so similar, um, but they emphasise each of the characters and it's obviously continuing with the red theme that we've been seeing so far.
0: I really like like them. They're awesome. And I especially like that when you put Luke and Kylo's posters side by side, they're facing away from each other. So they're facing in opposite directions. Mm. I don't know if it's deliberate, but I like to think it is. Because it's like we're diametrically opposed, Uncle. We have views that position us on opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm. Oh, so interesting. There, yeah. So I think there could be symbolism in that. I know lots of people have been pointing out that Kylo and Ray are like in the looking in roughly the same direction, which mm. again might be symbolism. But. I'm reluctant to commit to anything because I don't want to be outrageously wrong. But at the same time, I... I don't think it's an unreasonable inference to draw.
1: I guess that they had that on the Force Awakens poster as well, didn't they?
0: Yes, they did. That's a good point. Like, so mm-hmm. Everyone else was kind of off doing their own thing. And then Ray and Kylo were like up in the top left and both pointing in the same direction. Was Saber and Staff aligned.
1: Yeah, it's so... hard to know how much the designers of these posters have in terms of knowledge of the story but um yeah i guess we'll find out when we get the story and see whether they actually correspond or it's just because it looks cool
0: yeah exactly (laughs) so it will remains to be seen but i like to think it has meaning
1: yeah but i I liked how because i i didn't realize this until a while later but they didn't show those posters at the panel um mm. it was the actors themselves releasing them on social media afterwards, which was a really cool idea. Yeah. Um but not everyone has social media. Yeah. So um the Star Wars account obviously tweeted out the one of Leia. Mm-hmm. And then Adam Driver doesn't have social media, but that was the one that Ryan Johnson used when he was on Instagram.
0: Yeah. He called um, him a sweetheart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's got such a sense of humor. He does look at this precious little baby
1: yeah a little chibi Kylo
0: yeah, he's going to be like that little like doll you've had imported of Kylo where like, he's just oh, super super cute
1: yeah like yeah. android
0: I've seen people literally put him in like dresses
1: <laughs> yeah he's very <laughs> and cute
0: looking like, okay he's already extremely cute what can we do to make him outrageously cute put him in a dress <laughs> Poor Adam. If he ever had any concept of any of this stuff going on, he would be so disturbed. I hope he <laughs> never knows. <laughs>
1: yeah, ignorance is bliss.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, oh yeah. I guess um, on the behind the scenes reel, what did you think of people's new looks? Because we had like new looks for Ray—a strikingly new look, really. So it was our best look so far at her new costume, like her new Jedi in air quotes costume.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really interesting because. The existing look we had of that was from the Battlefront images, right? Yes. But on those, the robes kind of look brown. Yeah, they Which do. I wasn't honestly a huge fan of, but here they look grey. So I'm kind of curious to see what ends up being the most accurate. Yeah. Like, where the colour's been played around with.
0: Mm. I expect what a lot you- of it's going to be down to lighting. Yeah. So it will very much depend on how they light it. But, um, yeah, like, in the behind-the-scenes role, it certainly looks more grey to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Which was really cool. And she looks awesome in it. It's a really cool look for her. Yeah, um, I really liked her hair. Yes, the hair is so awesome. It's like still very nice and feminine, but it also reminds me of like people like Qui Gon and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like fresh but tri- also traditional. <laughs> um, and yeah, we saw Kylo with his mask on in the the behind-the-scenes reel. I saw so many people making that, like, the big takeaway point about Kylo in that behind-the-scenes reel. Is it, like, that... Like, the fact that he was wearing his mask.
1: Well, for one of the shots, but most of them he wasn't.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why it's amusing to me that so many people... Like, it was many, like, media blogs, you know, like Screen rant and, like, io9 and stuff. It's like, oh, look, Kylo's wearing his mask. Yay! So I think for some people, it's a bad thing that he's going to be unmasked a lot. I'm sure mm. that the film and Adam Driver's performance are going to prove them completely wrong and they're going to love it. But it's just interesting to me. I think they like threw that in as like, a bone to those people. But I don't think anyone should be getting their hopes up for lots of masked Kylo because I think it's clear that he's not going to be wearing the mask a lot
1: yeah based on the sheer amount of promotional images we've had so far with him unmasked i'd be surprised yeah because if the mask is shattered it kind of i would assume that that means that maybe he's masked for like the first act or for a good part of it and then when things start really kicking off you don't see the mask because as great an actor as um adam driver is the mask inhibits it like yeah you know, you can't see his face, so he can emote in other ways, and he did a great job in The Force Awakens, but he's spoken in interviews about how tough it was, how he could barely see anything, so he couldn't react <laughs> to other actors. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Now now we have a sense of who the character is, and how he's, he's taken the mask off for the other characters. It's like, does he need it? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think in terms of like a real-world perspective, there's a certain redundancy in him wearing the mask too much now because we know what he looks like now it's not like Darth Vader because Darth Vader only took his mask off like basically in his last scene the scene where he was dying it's not like Darth Vader took the mask off I don't know in the second act of The Empire Strikes Back and then like intermittently took it off and on again throughout the rest of the original trilogy you know because it kind of just becomes a bit redundant I guess once you've like spoiled that like mystery and enigma of yeah. what might be behind the mask so I think
1: yeah, I think it depends on how they use it because it can still be used in a powerfully symbolic way. Like if he puts it back on because he needs to go back and face Snoke or mm. it decides that he's not quite ready to leave the First Order or something like that. It's like that's what it symbolizes in that moment. But yeah. the power that it had at the beginning of The Force Awakens, is gone now. Yes. The tension has already gone. We know that he's a young man under there. so Yeah,
0: exactly. The mystery is evaporated. Um yeah did you think anything about the stills they showed at the panel um because we've kind of got low quality images of them from photos of photos if that makes sense so yeah. there's lots of pictures of actors standing in front of a big screen where they're projecting an awesome image onto it
1: i think the only ones i saw were of benicio del toro and um rose
0: yes which looked great um, mm.
1: it's always great to get more images of the- those new characters because we kind of still know so little about them yeah but were there a load more that i've missed
0: there were quite a few more apparently yeah there was oh, okay apparently one of like holdo pointing her gun at someone <gasps> oh yeah um there was one of rose looking very upset and holding the necklace
1: oh okay i heard someone mention that so i was looking through the the reel again thinking mm-hmm. that it was in there but it's not it's a separate image right
0: yes okay i'll That's have to look at that yeah, and then there were various shots of Ray and Chewie together in the Falcon. Mm, that's um, interesting. Yeah, no, that is. Um, I'll send you a link to like a breakdown I did, where it was putting together images of Ray in chronological order, because that has those images. The images okay. they showed in the panel of Ray and the Falcon. Um,
1: yeah, so that's really interesting, because now, I mean, it's been confirmed that Ray's leaving Act Two at some point, Yeah, because for a long time people weren't sure if she was going to. Yeah, Um And now, I guess we know that she leaves with Chewie. Yeah. They'll be on the Falcon together.
0: Exactly. It's all very, very intriguing stuff.
1: Yeah, because then you think, well, does Luke leave with them? Is he going somewhere else?
0: Exactly. Is someone (laughs) in the back of the Falcon? What's happening? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, there's all kinds of mystery. It's very exciting. Um, Right. And then what we are going to do now is we are actually going to go through the screenshots from The Last Jedi behind the scenes reel. And whenever there's an image that is particularly interesting, or there's something cool or noteworthy to say, we're going to talk about it. Um, we're not going to talk about every single screen cap, basically because there's I don't know like random shots of people welding, and I don't think we can like divine like the deepest secrets of the Last Jedi <laughs> from those. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are going to talk about a good amount of it, and to warn people. This is actually going to be a spoiler influenced segment because once you know things, you can't unknow it, basically. (laughs) So because we have obviously been following spoilers for a long time, we're now getting stuff through things like this that confirm spoiler reports and we're going to want to talk about that so basically there's going to be spoilers scattered throughout this whole conversation so if you are nervous at all and you don't want to hear things that might potentially spoil the story please skip ahead i'll include like a timing thing in the notes so that people know when it's safe to listen again because we'll have a forces of destiny segment later um but yeah with that spiel out of the way i guess we can probably get started with this shouldn't do it um do you have the img image yeah, yeah the website <laughs> open sorry yes i do yeah okay awesome so we're going to start right from the beginning um i was
1: actually going to skip past like my- i guess the only the first thing i guess with the beehive hurts we've seen those blah blah i've got shots of the falcon the first probably interesting apart from chewy and curls. <laughs> <laughs> yes which is um, hilarious yeah, it is. It's amazing. I kind of want to make that my new profile.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's a similar shot of Adam with his hair in colours. I mean, we got them in braids before, right? Yeah, that that has to exist somewhere. So the I think stuff we the, it
1: yeah, the red stuff on crate, might, maybe because it's the trench, right?
0: Yes. No, that is definitely worth talking about. So basically, the first really interesting screen cap from these is probably like a scene being filmed in a trench on crate, And what's really interesting is that there's this really vivid red explosion going off that they're in the process of filming and it looks like there's a dude like caught up in it and it looks unpleasant. (laughs) It's a bit mildly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, what's really interesting about this is that this is a very close match for a scene described by Boffin Spy on Reddit last year. And... He said let me actually find it so I have it close to hand. Um blah blah blah. Um right, yeah, so Boffin Spy, he said this. About two months ago, scenes were filmed that involved trenches on a rebel planet. I have no idea if they mean trenches in the traditional ground warfare sense, or a big trench like on the Death Star One. Although based on timing and in context, I'm thinking it is the former. Red explosions were also involved, a lot of them, in fact. I do not know anything else about the terrain or biome or which actors were present. So yeah, I think that's very clearly on the mark. Basically, it perfectly describes what we see.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, the the reference to red.
0: I mean, yeah. it can't have been
1: anything else. That's obviously very distinctive. Yeah. Um, it's the kind of thing that seems such a small detail when he first said it that everyone must have been like oh okay like you know it's the kind of thing that's like well you don't know whether to believe it or not because it's not incidental to a plot it's not like this is raised so and so's kid or whatever yeah so yeah i feel like he's pretty trustworthy at this point
0: yeah no so it's a really cool shot just objectively and it's also very interesting because of what it potentially tells us about other reports that have come out from that person Mm -hmm. um which we've discussed extensively, but I'm sure we'll return to them later on because there's other relevant things as well. Um, right, then the next shot, which I also think is interesting, is the shot of Ray. And what's particularly interesting here is that she's wearing her hair down and it's wet. Mm-hmm. So she, this is presumably after she gets out of the water because later on there are shots of her going into the water. Uh, yeah. Sorry, this sounds like amateur hour, stating <laughs> the obvious, but that is literally what we see <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's interesting because she's still wearing the tunic from the Force Awakens outfit.
0: Yes, exactly. So, so this of... is before she changes into her Jedi outfit.
1: Yeah, because previously I've been kind of envisioning her changing everything in one go. Yeah. yeah kind of having a bit of a makeover. <laughs> but now it's like a more gradual change, so it be interesting to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah, and be like a makeover via pork, like um, in Sleeping <laughs> Beauty or whatever, like when the little birds or stuff, are helping Aurora with her dress. <laughs>
1: That sounds amazing. Yes.
0: <laughs> Slightly less um, pink, I expect, but it's no less awesome. Um, Yeah, and it looks like she's like, oh, my God. Like, having a moment of quiet, quiet reflection or revelation, maybe. But again, I should be careful about reading too much into actors' faces. But... Yeah,
1: it's interesting to kind of look at the background as well, because it's, like, interesting blue light. Mm. Um,
0: I think that's so actually part to... of the camera.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: it's interesting, like
1: just you can't tell all the time where they are i guess yeah. that's by design yes but she must still be on Uktu at this point surely yeah um, but yeah everything looks really dark so it's interesting to think about who she's looking at and mm. what's going on because she does look kind of nervous or surprised in some way
0: yeah it could be the hut scene like yes it could be
1: yeah it's the kind of look that you can imagine her giving someone who she's she doesn't feel like she can trust
0: yeah or, like, someone who she didn't think she could trust, but they're telling her things, and she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so good. Um, Then the next shot is a really cool one. I don't think it tells us a great deal, but it shows um Chewie sitting by a campfire. Oh, at- I love this. In front of the Falcon. It's a beautiful shot. It's so atmospheric. It's lovely.
1: Yeah, because it... We've had a little hints about what sure might be doing in the meantime while everyone's still on up but like mm. seeing him run his little campfire next to the Falcon.
0: Yeah, I'd love cute. to like get inside his head, like during the events of the Last Jedi. So there's presumably going to be all this drama going on with like Ray, Kylo, and Luke, um, and he's like gonna be there, being like, "Oh, get your shit together, guys." <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's probably gonna be more directly involved than what many of us would expect, to be honest, because he actually had a really significant part in the Force Awakens. He's yeah. one of the most prominent characters, like in terms of supporting characters. So I think we'll probably see that continued, at least to some extent.
1: Yeah, I think so. Chewy's a fantastic character for other people to play off of. Yeah. So I feel like he's a really easy way to establish mood and tone.
0: Yeah. So it's a great foil. All right. Then there's Ryan and some dude. Sorry, dude. Um <laughs> they're looking at BBA and it's lovely. There's a shot of like Ryan and he's looking very, very serious as he's looking at what I believe is a sculpt of the space horse on Canto Bay. I think
1: that's
0: it.
1: It looks like it could be, yeah, some giant creature of some kind.
0: Yeah, like at first you don't even realise it's a creature, you almost think it's like a rock face or something, but even it's a sculpt. And then the next one is amazing because... They're yeah, all in the water because they're clearly shooting like an underwater scene or something. And Ryan just has the most like fantastic, resting bitch face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, why are you filming me? I'm at work.
0: Exactly. And let me get on with it. Yeah, and it's just funny because he, in real life he is such a complete sweetheart. He seems like the most lovely and mild person ever. So it is like an uncharacteristic Ryan Johnson face. Mm-hmm. I love it.
1: Yeah, this is the kind of shot we've had glimpses of before on, right? He's shared pictures on his Instagram and stuff so it looks like Pinewood yeah. but they've kind of recreated part of the cliff scene from up too.
0: yeah do you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of Jungle Run
1: oh yeah I can <laughs> see that
0: <laughs> it has nothing to do with Star Wars but it was a TV show I <laughs> adored as a child there was like a part it was like a game show and part of it involved yeah. like a big water pit and like monkeys throwing things at people it was great um, <laughs> yeah sorry tangent um <laughs> The next shot is actually really interesting as well, because it's Finn, and he. I think this is the only time we see him in this costume, and he also has a new haircut.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, the new haircut is interesting to me, because I had a friend point this out, and they were like, I'm really annoyed by that inconsistency, but I don't mean that's what it is. I think it means that we're going to get a time jump of some kind. Yeah. So we've kind of theorised about that before. You were more certain than I was. Yeah. But this really lends credence to the idea. Yeah can't just change his hairstyle and expect no one to notice.
0: Yeah, I I don't see them doing like a scene of, well, Finn just went to the barber. (laughs) (laughs) Because
1: that was the thing about Rogue One, right? There was um, these scenes of Saw in the trailer and he had a different haircut to one later on. And Mm. people were like, oh, they've obviously messed up in some way. This must be because of the reshoots. But it was because we had that flashback or the film started and then it was like years later. Yeah. So...
0: Interesting. Very interesting. Um. Then the next shot is Mark and Ryan seemingly resting on like this big like cavernous set. And it's interesting because Mark is still in his initial like Jedi Master robes from the end of TFA. And mm-hmm. we have the impression he changes out of them quite early. And yeah, that's interesting to me because I'm like, hmm, what's this environment doing? Because this doesn't look like the interior of the tree to me. Although... A lot of the shots of the interior of the tree from the initial teaser we got did not look like a tree to me. So it's possible it's, that yeah. it's just like a cavern beneath the tree and it's like half tree, half rock, kind of. So.
1: It's so hard to tell. A lot of the sets look so dark. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's purposely obscured for now. Yeah. They don't want you to be sure.
0: Yeah. They're playing games of our fragile minds. <laughs> Um right, shot of Daisy. Ah, this is the money shot. The shot of Leia seemingly talking to Ray on Crate. And yeah, this is just so so interesting in so many ways.
1: So has Crate got an ocean as well? Is that what's in the background there?
0: It looks to me more like mist, to be honest, than a sea. Oh
1: I thought it was an ocean.
0: Hmm. I see what you mean, looking at it in the larger version. I think it could well be an ocean. Like, I think the jury's out. We don't know whether Crate has an ocean or not. But it wouldn't surprise me. in that like salty, whitish earth that definitely makes me think it's Crate.
1: Yeah, I suppose if if I saw this without any knowledge of other context, I would think this would be up
0: Mm.
1: But we haven't, we haven't any other inclination of Leia being on up two. Like that doesn't no. seem to make sense for that side of the story. So
0: exactly, and it's also it's very important to point out that Ray's hair is long. Yeah. White yeah, like is after she changes and we know she has the long hair on crate. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it makes the most sense for her to be there. Um, do you have any theories on what they might be saying?
1: Uh Leia looks very serious. Yeah. So okay, so this is me developing headcanons that could well be wrong. And I think you might be along the same wavelength for now, but mm-hmm. if we know that Rey leaves up to a Chewy in the Falcon Yes. And Luke might not be with her. Yeah. Maybe they're having a conversation about him and how you know, like the last time that Leia had seen Rey, she was sending her off to get Luke,
0: to bring yeah. him back
1: to the resistance and help with the fight. So this is kind of a follow-up discussion to that presumably, and if things have happened with Kylo in the meantime, there's just kind of a lot for Leia to absorb. Yeah. Um so I'm dying to know what this is about because this is what everything's going to hinge on, right? This is going to be Rey kind of trying to catch her up. Yeah. No,
0: totally. Um, Yeah, like you say, it's impossible to be certain, but I do think that's a really good bet that Ray is bringing her news about Luke. Because, yeah, at the moment, we don't have any indication that Luke leaves with Ray. He may well be just in the back of the Falcon, like, twiddling his thumbs or something. (laughs) And obviously it's the kind of thing they would want to keep on the down low because they don't want us to know, like, who is where at particular times. But if Luke has gone off somewhere or he's refused to come then that would be very upsetting news for Leia, because as far as Leia's concerned, he was their last hope. Everything hinged on getting Luke back to help the Resistance win this fight. So, with no Luke, it's going to be like, where's the hope? And if that is the kind of thing that is being said, I also wonder if it's got like a silver line in perhaps news about Kylo, because mm-hmm. obviously we know that he goes to Act 2, and it's all very fuzzy and vague about what happens on Act 2, but we're getting this very clear messaging, like from comments the actors are saying, and even in the character's visual presentation, which we'll go into more later, that he's conflicted and that he's still not solidly on the dark side and he's still unsure of what he's going to do and the choices he's going to make and all these kinds of things. So it's possible that he does reveal, like, a good aspect to himself or, like, a, a part of him that wants to help and wants to be of benefit to their cause. And that kind of news would be a hell of a lot for Leia to take in, because I wouldn't blame her. if She had, like, mostly resigned herself to her son remaining firmly on the dark after he killed her husband. You know, like I like to think that Leia's hope and faith in Ben would be enduring and, like, would just go on no matter what. But I think at the same time, it would also be very understandable if she just became resigned to the fact he wasn't coming back at one point.
1: Yeah, I feel like that would make sense for kind of having twists and turns in the story, right? And it would really show what the stakes are at this point if even Leia has kind of given up hope. Um, So then it kind of does then rest on the protagonist to see if she can affect change in some way. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like, Ryan Johnson had an interview with Good Morning America at D23, and he was talking about the scenes with Leia um, and how there is going to be this sense of catharsis and the, the scenes... That she has in hindsight, with everything that's happened, like there's a real emotional resonance. So I really feel like she's going to have to have some hard hitting drama. Yeah. Um, whether that means that she does end up being reunited with Luke, as people have been hoping for, or if we happen to get a scene of her with Kylo, that would be incredible.
0: Yeah. But... I love that so much.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Right. Next shot, or at least the next two shots, even there of Ray handed Luke his lightsaber. He looks pissed. He doesn't look happy to see it. Um, <laughs>
1: that was something else that Daisy was talking about with interviews from D twenty three as well. She was like, "Obviously, Luke is not extending a welcoming hand. Right. Like he's not happy to see her." Which no, you can he... kind of get from the end of the Force Awakens. But yeah,
0: I think he's extending a robotic hand. To... <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it doesn't really tell us anything new. But it's very cool shots, nonetheless.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool to see him taking the sabre again, but yeah, what's he going to do when he takes it? Like, is it, oh, yes, thank you for returning this, or I don't want this anymore.
0: I'd love it. I know it won't happen, but I'd love it if he just, like, took a great big swing with his arm and, like, threw it into the ocean. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. (laughs) It'd be, like, the biggest troll moment ever. It would be awesome. (laughs) Um, There's some shots of Mark on Act 2. Very nice, but I don't have as much to say. Um, Right, then we get our first shots of the beautiful Dubrovnik coastline. And yeah, it looks beautiful and Croatian. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's interesting, it's the man himself, Kylo Ren. And yeah, I think we should probably discuss this shot alongside the next one, because I think they're clearly tied together. It's Kylo entering the throne room that you can see in the next shot, the room with the wet red walls, um, because you can see that the um, like railings are the same. <laughs> I love that they actually install railings for a change so people can't be pushed over. <laughs> <laughs> they learnt their lessons at last. <laughs> um, but yeah, is you, is your bet on that probably being Snoke's throne room? Or where Snoke uh, hangs?
1: I wonder what else it would be, honestly. It kind of goes to the theme, right? That he has those red Praetorian guards. Mm. Um I'm not sure. I, I need to go back and read the Making Star Wars report because they talked about kind of his decor and how luxurious it was and everything. But Yeah. Yeah, I do think that Carlos costume kind of looks funny with the mask now.
0: It does look really funny with the cape and everything. I also find it very telling that if he is approaching Snoke in this moment, which I think there is reason to believe he is, um, that he's wearing his mask for that. It reminds me of like a um, embarrassed little boy, almost like coming along after knowing he's done something really bad or made a huge mistake, and he like doesn't want to like face up to it, so he's like hiding his face and is like mm, don't want to.
1: Yeah, um, that makes sense.
0: And he's like using the mask as like a protective mechanism. It wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if Snoke tells him take the freaking mask off. <laughs> <enough. laughs> And then promptly proceeds to, like, taunt him over being horribly scarred. Oh, dear. Kylie's going to go through lots of pain, okay? Oh, yeah. I can't wait. <clears throat> I also love the dozens and dozens and dozens of people <laughs> that it takes to make these things. Um, like, it's just so incredible to me. And it makes me so much more admiring of the actors that they're able to, like, get into the zone as yeah. they are when they've got, like, dozens of, like, crew members around <laughs> yeah. them Yeah. Like
1: obviously when you have the finished product you don't get any sense of that it's very much what's going on between the characters as individuals yeah so it's really impressive
0: it reminds me of those behind the scenes shots of the interrogation mm-hmm. and obviously in the film it's like very like intimate it's just these two characters and like their jewel of wits and stuff but then the moment you get behind the scene shot is like 10 guys crowding this little space like <laughs> <and laughs> <I'm> watching them <laughs> so funny mm-hmm. um daisy and then there's like a hangar, I guess in resistance hangar with lots of ships. I think this is the hangar where we see um, Poe's X-Wing blow up. Yeah, in I the think so. Because the um, door looks the same. I'm really bad with ships. I'm kind of like colorblind to them. I can't <laughs> like tell anything about them. But Yeah, ships. we're not the
1: podcast for that kind of thing. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Souls guys. Yeah, then the next one you see a big explosion, which again, it's from the teaser. So nothing remarkable. Then it's a lovely shot of Carrie and Ryan talking on a Resistance base. And um, this is is the room we see Leia in in the teaser, and we've also had previous photos of her here, so not incredibly new, but it's always lovely to see Carrie. And I love mm. the lobster on Ryan's jumper.
1: Yeah, stylish.
0: Yeah, fashion. I'd wear that. On. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Daisy getting off the helicopter. So cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, We've had that shot before. Yeah, it's just a shot of Daisy hanging out with Oscar, John and Kelly. Um, And they're all looking very pally and getting along. I don't think it tells us anything definitive about who's where because Daisy doesn't seem to be in costume. She's got her hair up in a little ponytail and I don't think that's her in Ray mode. But it's still a cool shot.
1: Yeah, I wondered if this could be... Because didn't we see this as part of the Vanity Fair stuff as well?
0: Yeah, we did. It was in the um, the behind-the-scenes video they did for that.
1: Yeah, so it could have been part of the shoot for that, rather than telling us anything about the actual film.
0: Yeah. And you also find there's like misdirection involved sometimes. Like if an actor comes to visit the set just to like say hi, which does happen, like then they'll like record that because they want to keep us all on our toes as to like who's with who and stuff
1: yeah i do think there's a chance everyone is going to end up on crate just to make it really dramatic but yeah i think that's
0: i think that's happening too i'm just not sure everyone is going to be in the same place on crate at the same time. right
1: i don't think they would be because you want to kind of have all this misunderstanding and confusion and chaos right yeah um so like we had the lego sets a couple of weeks ago that had poe and ray in the same one but it'll be interesting to see if they actually like have dialogue together Mm. Or if they're both doing drastically different things on the same planet.
0: Yeah. No, it'll be very telling. Uh, Right. Next shot is Ryan holding Ray's staff as she points it at a camera. And it's a really cool shot. I'm guessing it's something to do with training. Like she's got the um, vest off. So she's just in the shirt.
1: That's interesting because she has her hair up still. Yes, so we're getting all these different combinations.
0: Yeah, they don't want to make it too easy for us to guess <laughs> what comes to when. I don't think. Uh right. Then the next one is of a dude with an awesome, like claw-like weapon, and it's really interesting. But what's particularly interesting to me is that it reminds me of all of the like confusion in the Boff and spy reports about how exactly Phasma loses her arm. Because one of the Boffin Spy reports is basically Finn, as an act of revenge, like gets like takes Phasma's arm out. Um, so she loses her arm, and yeah, people like were asking. So, what weapon does he use? And yeah, I'll just read out. So, someone asked Boffin Spy. So, Finn is using some type of bladed weapon, I presume. Boffin Spy. Hmm. No, I wouldn't say that. No. <laughs> Flowery kettle. Do you know if he uses any weapon other than a blaster in this film? Or is that info you can't reveal yet? Boffin Spy. I'm not even sure if he uses a blaster in the film, but the weapon he uses in this particular scenario is not a blaster. Zeta One, Wait, uh, what is it? Shino, a lightsaber? What else could you chop someone's hand off with? <laughs> Boffin Spy. Apparently he uses a lot of different things. Also, it's more than just the hand that Phasma loses. And yeah, we're getting lots of shots of very like unusual and interesting looking weapons, and I think it means there's lots of possibilities for what could be used. So they can detach her arm in imaginative ways, basically.
1: Yeah, because then we have the next shot is a stormtrooper holding that weapon. Yeah. So that completely fits with what we were hearing there. Yeah. That this is going to be kind of turned against them.
0: Yeah. Exactly, which is really interesting. Go, and Finn. <laughs> and what's particularly interesting about that shot with the stormtroopers is you can see there's a guy. He looks to be kneeling, and he's being like held down as if like being prepared for execution. And it's obviously not John Boyega, but I think it might well be his stand-in or his stunt mm-hmm. double. So if you look, he seems to be in a first order uniform, and we know Finn wears a first order uniform when he's infiltrating like this base.
1: Oh, so that he gets caught. And then yeah. it looks like all hope is lost and then somehow he turns things around. Yeah. And it's it damage on them and the phasma. <laughs> yeah. So wow. we
0: see Finn and Rose in a prison cell, so we know they get caught. Yeah. Although that might be Canto Bite.
1: Um, I wondered if that was Canto Bite and they were freeing someone there to help them. Yeah. Who knows though?
0: Yeah. I reckon there might be well be more than one capture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will see. Then going down, we've got lovely shot of Kelly talking. Then we have Space Horse. Oh, it's so cute! It's so but cute. It is. It is, and I need to remember that Space Horse is actually called a Falvia. Oh yeah, I keep do
1: keep forgetting that. Yeah. It's a nice name though. Falvia. It is.
0: It's very lyrical and soft. Um, and then the next shots are of like my favorite creature I think in this whole thing. It's like an ice frost fox, and it looks like the most epic Pokemon like that <laughs> ever existed. Like I want one. <laughs> please
1: yeah I'm really interested to see where this animal is like it kind of feels like it would be on crate yeah and in, in what respects like how would that become part story mm. Interesting. I could just
0: see it being like part of the flora and fauna of the planet
1: I suppose it could be just background
0: yeah I wouldn't see it being incredibly prominent I've also yeah. seen people say it could be like a pet to one of the like wealthy people on canto bite
1: oh that's possible
0: yeah which I could see it does look like a designer dog almost <laughs> you know like i have this dog to make a statement about my wealth and position of influence sure i think canter bite people would do that right then we have lots of shots involving water um and yeah this is very interesting what are your thoughts on these Kirsty? uh
1: yeah this is interesting because i mean i kind of figured it would be inevitable at some point that Rey would go in the water because it's just kind of makes sense for being on an island planet right you'd have yeah. to have some kind of test there um but it's interesting to think about where this could be because previously we've heard that in the fight with kylo when he gets to Act to she supposedly disappears from the fight so people were speculating that maybe she goes over the cliff
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but this looks like she's diving with intent rather yeah. than falling. so i wondered then if this could be part of like the scene with the sea creature we'd also heard about yeah so who knows
0: yeah and i've also noticed that um the costume she seems to be wearing when she's going in it does seem to incorporate the vest mm. which is interesting to me because there's also that sh- behind the scenes shot from celebration and it's shown daisy in the rain just in the shirt and she's like got her lightsaber brow and it's clearly like a tense pivotal moment and we were speculating that that was when she was on the cliff edge fighting with Kylo. Mm. And if she is to go off the cliff edge, like into the sea, after that moment, then like how does the vest magically appear on her again, basically? <laughs> so yeah, it's all these questions. And I reckon we're likely to get more than one scene of rain going into the water.
1: Yeah, maybe. It's also possible that things just won't line up with the continuity, because... I mean, in The Force Awakens, there's this part where Ray's wearing Finn's jacket and then all of a sudden he's got it back and there's no accounting for that in the final edit.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so and there's that famous was... shot of um, Kylo going from Snoke back to Rey's um, interrogation room and I think his costume changes in some way, like at least three times. It's really mm. funny.
1: Yeah, so who knows? Things might not line up as perfectly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so basically, Rachel, do not agonise over costume continuity too much. Therein <laughs> lies the path to madness. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, then there's a little dude who seems to be working in the casino, which is amazing. It's cute.
1: <laughs> it's All these little creatures cute. are so sweet.
0: They're adorable. I think I actually really prefer the creature design in The Last Jedi to The Force Awakens. It was still good in The Force Awakens, but I think they've really stepped it up a gear.
1: Yeah, it seems a little more original and kind of yeah. unexpected. More variety.
0: Exactly. Then we have Lupita in the motion capture, so Mars is going to be involved in some way. I, I can't, have the life of me, imagine how though.
1: Yeah, I kind of assume that she just be part of the resistance now. Like maybe she'll be at the base when Finn wakes up and mm. encourages him in some way. But yeah, I can't. But... I can't imagine she's going to play a major part, honestly.
0: No, like maybe like one scene. She might even be deleted. We'll, we'll find out. Um... Then the next shot is really cool. It's um with Leia and Admiral Holdo. And it seems like quite a conciliatory moment. You know, it seems like a, like, I'm sorry for being a bitch or something. Yeah. You know, I'm reading into it, obviously, but it doesn't look like it is an antagonistic moment, which is quite interesting because we had heard that like Holdo was out to fought them and like was being defiant and stuff.
1: Yeah, um, it's true. It's, I do have to remind myself though that this is behind the scenes stuff, so the characters—they're not always well—the actors aren't always going to be in character.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So it's hard to know if they're just kind of having a conversation in between takes or not. Yeah,
0: that's true.
1: I, I like having another glimpse of Laura Dern's costume because in the Vanity Fair spread, her dress looked far more mauve than it does here. Yeah. And the Lego leaks made it look grey as well. So I was like, which one's going to be right? It's kind of the same with Ray's costume, right? It really yeah. depends on the lighting.
0: Exactly. Um, do you also think that Holdo looks a little bit dishevelled here? Like, um, I think in the Vanity Fair photo, like everything's so immaculate, there's not a hair out of place. And here it looks a bit more bedraggled, like she's just been through something.
1: Maybe a little. Yeah. It's not something that crossed my mind, though.
0: Yeah, sorry, I'm being so judgmental. It's like, <laughs> girl, you need to start your hair! <laughs> <laughs> right, then we have a nice shot of Kelly, a shot of Poe and his ship thing. <laughs> and Then we have Hux, woo!
1: <laughs> For like a quarter of a second.
0: Yeah, party <laughs> in the house. Um, but yeah, he's clearly also kind of like first order facility. Um,
1: Looking I, very serious. Yeah, I can't There's see the, the camera,
0: ways. so I don't know. If, like Donald Gleason is just having a very intense conversation with someone. or how how it's going down? Oh, I I know. I bet they're preparing him, like makeup and stuff.
1: Oh, maybe yeah.
0: Yeah, a likely story. Um, then lovely shot of John. One of Chewy. One of Ryan. Oh, Ryan has the most adorable smile. It's really cute. <laughs> Chewy on a monitor. John ragging at Ryan because he can't do things.
1: Oh, because <laughs> he, he couldn't do the Wookie sounds. That was y- funny.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a John thing to do. And lovely Chewy. And then we have shots of Ray running alongside the sea. Yeah, we've seen, we've seen those these. before, right? Yeah. And Phasma, looking incredibly shiny. I wonder if she hires someone to, um, <laughs> like, just make their sole mission, polishing her armor. Maybe. So it's very impractical. <laughs> it must get smudged a lot. Um, then Gwendolyn. Ray practicing. God, I wish I could have got the helicopter to um, Skellig Michael. It would have been perfect, because then Stormy Sea, not a problem, you know? But no, no, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I guess um. this uh, shot of
1: Ray practicing is from the teaser, right? It's just a different, very different angle.
0: Yes. Oh, and it shows that Yoda that- is not on the top of the yeah. rock.
1: <laughs> oh, debunked.
0: <laughs> sad, sad times. <laughs> um, next shot is just a lovely profile shot of Ray slash Daisy. She looks lovely. Oh my God! Just Look at John so and cute. Kelly laughing. That's so adorable. How can people not love them? <laughs> I reckon that's probably from Canto Bite. Do you think? Like looking at that background, like the ornamental trees and yeah, I would guess so. Yeah, things most ever seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, my baby is kind of
1: <laughs> looking very tortured.
0: He does look very tortured. The good also... look at the scar. Yeah, very good look at the scar. He's also got Hux in front of him. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can see a whisper of ginger.
1: I, I hadn't noticed that. Yeah. Maybe this is them going to see Snoke.
0: Yeah, I'd like to be there for that conversation. <laughs> It'd be very interesting to be a fly on the wall. Um, but yeah, does his scar, it reminds me of like cracked porcelain. It's like such a aesthetic scar. Like, it's not disfiguring at all.
1: Oh, it's not. It's like, I don't think it's even indented much. Oh, it's hard to tell because we get all these various looks, but it's just so delicate going down his face.
0: Yeah, it's like a tear. <laughs> Tears in the rain. Um then <laughs> the lovely, lovely shot again of um Oscar and Carrie being prepared between shots.
1: Yeah, so okay. this is the same location and timing as the earlier shot of Leia, right? Correct. So yeah. that's from the teaser. Mm hmm. And then obviously Poe's gonna be in that scene with her, so Yeah. Interesting.
0: Most interesting. Oscar's looking fine. All the guys in these films have the most amazing hair. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. R two, then it's Chewie, it's p o, and then it's Luke. Woo!
1: In his new outfit.
0: Yeah, is that his oh, that trash bag. bag outfit? Uh, maybe. So I think it probably tell. is. I like his man bag. Yes, <laughs> very practical. <laughs> yeah, and also you can see Ray in that shot. She's standing by the camera.
1: Oh yeah, God, you're really good at picking things. That I do- yeah, this is what I mean about them being so much in the. The real. You really have to break down, and look at the screenshots.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I those screenshots are a godsend, like for this kind of thing. Otherwise, you literally would not notice these things. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really, really cool shot. I think Luke is going to be so extra. Like he's going to be a total drama queen. Oh, well, awesome. I can't
1: wait.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then there's one of Leia looking concerned. Her hair looks so great. It does. Seriously, they did wonders with it. Like, because when you look at her hairstyle in The Force Awakens, it's just, no, not today's season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't terrible. She kind of had those milkmaid braids. Yeah. But well... This is more grand. And...
0: and what they started out with in The Force Awakens was terrible because they had that, like, ponytail hanging down. Like, and they clearly decided it looked so bad that they went through the effort of digitally removing it from every shot of her. Oh, yeah.
1: I forgot go yeah. about that.
0: So yeah, they clearly thought better about it this time and it's reaped dividends, which she looks really good. Um, Right, then it's Finn, I believe, lying back, I'm guessing, in the med bay.
1: I love this. Look, he's got little spa slippers.
0: Yeah, no, the resistance is quite good facilities, to be honest, (laughs) but I wouldn't mind going there. (laughs) I'd prefer not to be, like, near death, which I'm assuming Finn is at this point. Does it seem like he has some kind of ventilator by his mouth?
1: It looks like it from this angle. It's hard to tell, though.
0: Yeah. It's very peculiar. I guess that's the bubble suit we've heard things about. Yeah. Um, then there's one of Phasma pointing guns at things. I'm guessing this is them storming a resistance base or something.
1: Yeah, this looks again like the stuff we saw in the teaser and then from the BFI footage.
0: Yeah. It's Phasma coming in, like, surrounded by flame. <laughs> There's a cool shot of Poe apparently sliding into one of the trenches on crate. Um, And yeah, it's a really cool action shot.
1: Yeah, this kind of looks like it's connected to the shot that you get right at the beginning.
0: Mm. Because you
1: see a figure running through the red. So I wondered if that was the same thing.
0: That's a good point. Like maybe he's like diving into the trench to like avoid like the explosion, like as much as possible. Mm. Then we are in the casino on Canto Bight, which looks amazing. It looks so cool. It does. And very there's fancy. a guy being like thrown through the air. Which is very interesting.
1: Oh, it is because wasn't there something in the early spoiler reports like from Canto Bight, that there were people being thrown around and someone then speculated that was because there was a Jedi there like force pushing people?
0: Yeah. No, that's exactly what happened. So there was behind the scenes footage from Dubrovnik showing people being, like, flung up on wires and then falling down to boxes. Like, obviously, to break their fall, that's not part of the movie. <laughs> um And, yeah, so the real question is, how do these people become, like, aerial, so to speak? <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, and I I guess, like, a force user is really the most easiest answer for that. But I'm not sure. Maybe I guess...
1: Yeah, it's really interesting because at first people were like, Well, maybe Luke Skywalker somehow ends up on Canto Bite because like Mark had been supposedly seen in Dubrovnik. Yeah and then then for a long time people thought that wasn't the case. Um, because it was like he was clearly on the side of the story with Ray on Two. But now we know that Ray's going to leave to potentially without Luke. Mm-hmm. What if he goes off to Kanto Bite for some reason? Like so we're kind of opening up more possibilities that I kind of hadn't considered before.
0: Yeah. That is Could very, be totally really cool. wrong,
1: but interesting to think about.
0: Yeah, no, totally. That's what I love about this. It's like opening up the story so much and it gets all these sparks going. Um, and then we have two casino guests and they look like the most adorable little old gamblers ever. they yeah. so cute.
1: <laughs> all of the creatures look so great.
0: Yeah. And can you see Kathy Kennedy? She's like all over them. Yeah. She has like a face that says, I'm gonna take you home, I <laughs> <laughs> obviously Aww. without actually doing it. But yeah, that's so cute. That is John. Oh, and then there's that great shot of Rose that I love where they're holding up the light bulb to her face.
1: Oh, she looks really
0: sad. She does. Yeah, and I think if you look at the bigger version it looks like she's been crying. Mm. So I won I can't help but think that something bad might have happened. But, yeah gonna be sad times for the characters I think.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Then we get a shot of DJ. So Benicio del Toro's character.
1: With BB eight?
0: Yep, with little BB eight poking his head up. Um So that
1: means that Finn and Rose have managed to find him.
0: Yep. Yeah. And they're on a very fancy ship. I think making Styles spoke about how nice DJ's ship was. Mm. And I can totally see that. It looks very glam. Like this is a complete headcanon, there's no reason to believe this at all. But if Hux is on Canto Bite, which some people are suggesting because of another image that we'll talk about later, I love the thought of all three of them. So DJ, Finn and Rose stealing like, General Hux's personal <gasps> transport.
1: That would be amazing. <laughs>
0: that would be so cool.
1: Because, yeah, in that initial report, did Making Star Will say that his look, like his personal style and his ship are completely at odds? Like It looks like his ship could be stolen because it's like, where the hell did he get all this money from?
0: yeah I can see that and that, like, even if it's not Hux's it's unlikely to be Hux's it could easily be the ship of another wealthy guest at the yeah. casino because there's clearly lots of money to go around so yeah I'm sure fancy ships aren't in short supply mm. um, next shot we have a picture of Paige Yay. so Paige Tico Woo! she looks really cool and I'm happy to see her in action
1: yeah that's awesome
0: yeah shots for guns Ryan doing thumbs up Mark looking really happy Aww. John looking confused <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's the best one in the whole lot no I, that's a lie but it's still beautiful it's Adam rehearsing yeah, yeah. sorry, very yeah sorry Kirsty you talk I need to compose myself oh <laughs> no I love it
1: too I'm having a fangirl moment as <laughs> well it's just really cool to see these. Like, I really yeah. enjoyed these from The Force Awakens as well. Like, the fights are just so cool. It just they makes really me really excited to see the finished product. So, yeah, he's yeah. got, got his saber, got his classic Kylo gloves. Mm. And he's got, looks like he has more than one opponent.
0: Yeah, there's two guys going at him, and that's really, really interesting because I don't think these people are there to represent Luke and Ray. Like, if you look at the weapons, they are not lightsabers. And people are pointing out that they're very similar to the weapons that the Praetorian Guards have on that pinball machine that we're going to talk about later. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it seems like there might be fighting between Kylo and the Praetorian Guards. Obviously, it's important not to, like, jump too far ahead of ourselves. It could just be their sparring to train him up and get him ready for going to confront Rey and Luke. But it does raise lots of fascinating possibilities, like... Well, if he turns against them, what if he's fighting against his former allies and stuff? So,
1: mm. yeah, because I feel like if he was supposed to be practicing like an actual lightsaber battle, wouldn't the other person also just have a saber?
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why people are saying it's unlikely to be he's fighting Ray and Luke here. Mm. Um, and I'd also think if he were meant to be fighting Ray and Luke, they'd use like one of the stunt doubles he was fighting against would be female. So yeah, I think they try and keep like the body types broadly similar. Interesting. Yeah, it's really really interesting. Um next shots is that a guy with them?
1: No, that's um oh, is it Bram? Um the producer, Ryan Johnson's oh. producer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> met
1: him at Celebration cuz oh. uh, Ryan Johnson came out to obviously say hello to everyone and he's kind of the famous face everyone knows, but the producer was following him around and I was <laughs> like do you mind if I take a picture of you? <laughs> and he looked kind of surprised and we recognised him. But... Oh, bless him. Yeah, that was cool.
0: Yeah, and they, they they all seem so happy. It's lovely. Like, especially Mark's smile. Mark has, like, the best smile ever in that picture.
1: Yeah. I mean, that looks like they're kind of wrapping that element of the filming, right?
0: Yeah, it's, um, I think it's they're done with the first day of shooting. Oh, okay. Oh, no, wait. He actually has pre-shoot day. So God knows what pre-shooting is. <laughs> I think they should have, like, asterisks and subtitles and stuff. Um, Finn on Canto Bites. I think he's showing off how awesome it is. Um, and then corridors. I think that's very closely connected to the shot of Poe running through the corridor with BB-8 behind him. Mm. Looks very much the same environment. Oh, God. This is one of the best ones. It's um an amazing, like, speeder that's Almost like a really old fashioned, like Bentley car. Yeah. And oh man, it's so cool. People are speculating it's Hux, but there's also very sensible and realistic points being made that it's much more likely to be a chauffeur, like for the very elaborate looking lady next to him. Um, but I do like the fullness Hux.
1: <laughs> oh, that is possible, yeah. Who knows? Because <laughs> it kind of just looks, yeah, it looks like it could either be a chauffeur costume or a first order officer
0: yeah i think some people are seeing a wisp of red hair as well but i think it's too low quality to detect that to be honest mm. um yeah i came up with like a elaborate head where where um, like hux was punished for his failure by being told he needs to marry this like old woman who happens to have loads and loads of money <laughs> oh and God. so then he can like siphon off her wealth the first order and it's like this comedic subplot running through the film I don't think that's particularly realistic.
1: That's amazing.
0: <laughs> I'll probably write that fan fiction. I don't think it will manifest in any other way. <laughs> um, then there's a great shot of Daisy and she's up against three people. And I love Daisy's face.
1: Yeah, she looks like she's, I mean, there's three people, so it makes sense. But she looks like she's having a hard time there.
0: Yeah. I'm on (laughs) the (laughs) dress. Yeah. Again, these people they don't seem to be fighting her with sabres, they seem to be fighting her with like staffs or pikes. Yeah. Which again is this a fight against the Praetorian guard? Like which is potentially the case of Kylo as well and again to get elaborate and head cannony. Like, does that potentially mean they're fighting together at one point? Like, that's, like, the dream scenario, obviously. But it's possible. It's very cool.
1: Yeah, it looks like there's a female stunt double there. Mmm. I want... Oh, God, I would love it if one of those guys turned out to be female.
0: Yes. That'd be so cool.
1: Because why not?
0: <sighs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, Kirsty. they'll make her Kylo's love interest.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sense. it's
0: Sasha Wren! <laughs> oh, hey girl, it's been so long, I love you so much. When are we getting engaged again?
1: <laughs> again, this sounds more like a fanfic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a really bad fanfic, yeah.
1: Um, right. Okay, this shot here with the little kid, mm-hmm. is that like the stable boy that we'd heard about a while ago?
0: Oh, it could potentially be. I
1: that think looks that was like a teenager Finn, right? though. Oh, Maybe.
0: Yeah, so I think that boy was a bit older, so I think it was for kids who were doing like their A levels or something. Oh, okay,
1: didn't um, know that.
0: Yeah, don't quote me on that, but it could well be. And in any event, I think it's really nice to see a child in Star Wars, like an actual real life child. They seem so rare, They're, like rarer than unicorns.
1: Yeah, it's kind of. I guess it makes sense because of the conflict, like the focus on that. But if you're going to have this real world location, like it looks like they do with Kando Bai, then
0: mm. it makes
1: sense to show civilians, right? So. Yeah.
0: I wonder if this is perhaps gonna be like the poverty stricken side of Canto Bite. So obviously Mm. you have this really like classy, expensive, exclusive like casino and these very like wealthy districts. But presumably there's got to be slums, there's got to be poor people as well. So maybe this could be what that is.
1: Yeah, possibly.
0: Yeah. Be a nice contrast. And then we have a shot of looks like Daisy? I'm guessing like fall in probably into the sea, but who knows? Mm-hmm.
1: Um <laughs> More Canto Bite aliens.
0: More canto by yeah. The aliens look really, really cool. And t- also terrifying. Yeah, um, they are scary. And then we get the star of the show, which is a porg. Oh <laughs> they're so cute. <laughs> sweet. Oh my god. They are so adorable. I wonder what happened to them at the end of production. Like, if anyone was allowed to take a pork home. There must have been, like, fighting. <laughs> oh, one thing I was wondering you know, Jason, a long time ago, he had that rumor about there being, like, a special room that people would go into and they'd come out, like, beaming. Like, so they'd just seen something really wonderful. And I think the conjecture at the time is that it was Yoda. I almost wonder if it, maybe it was, like, a pork puppet it's
1: possible yeah Yeah. because if especially if it was something people knew to be associated with the act two side of the story
0: yeah that could explain the confusion because i mean how could you not
1: smile looking at these
0: (laughs) exactly it's like they're designed to like melt hearts (laughs) they're lovable
1: yeah so far there's not really been any sign of yodo it's possible they could be keeping him under wraps but who knows
0: exactly then we have a shot of Finn and Rose in a jail cell. And looking at this, I'm pretty certain it is Canto Byte because they're wearing the clothes we know they're wearing on Canto Byte, And when they're infiltrating that First Order base, they're like incognito there in disguise.
1: Yeah, so. I think this could be them breaking out, DJ.
0: Mm. So like, as in DJ could be inside the cell and they're outside talking to him. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. It looks like a very complicated lock. <laughs> <laughs> then we have more crate more Ryan oh is that great shot of um, Finn and Rose in disguise
1: yeah that's awesome I can't that's wait so to cool. see that
0: yeah they look so so great
1: god I think about how frightened Finn would be to go back to the First Order
0: yeah and I love that because you can almost see that on his face like he's yeah. very like resolved and strong but he does also look shit scared yeah because like,
1: we heard that some stormtroopers would recognize him and kind of Assume that he'd been promoted yes. and congratulate him. So, I think there will be like a comedic element here, but it's also going to be really tense, like, because you don't want them to get caught.
0: Yeah. No, it's so exciting. Then we have three Kylo masks, which is really interesting. It's like, what the hell happens to it?
1: Yeah, I guess if they're going to show it shattering, they need to have these things at various stages of its destruction.
0: Yeah, that's a good Maybe point. That's it. Yeah. Could well be. But yeah, boy does some serious damage to his headgear. Um, there's lots of ships. Something going boom. Ah, this one's very interesting. Someone falling down in what seems to be like a bomb room or like a bomb storage unit. Um, I don't think it's ending well.
1: Don't know who it is. Sorry. Should it's I tell
0: you been. who people? Like people have been able to make very informed speculation.
1: Oh, people think that's Page.
0: They think it's Page, yeah. And I think if you look, there's certain elements of the costume that match up, like the little cap she's wearing.
1: I was just starting to recognise it, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think you can tell it's a woman as well from her like body shape and stuff. See, I I have a horrible feeling that might be how Page meets her end. So I don't see someone getting out of that.
1: I'm surprised they would show this and let us put two and two together. They mm. introduce her in the Vanity Fair article and say, yay, Rose has a sister, and then you can see this and see the similarities in the costume.
0: Mm. Well, I think it's probably because this happens very early.
1: Yeah, and then it's going to be kind of what spurs Rose to take action, right? Like, Yeah. This is kind of what we've been speculating before.
0: Yeah. So we have those shots of Rose looking very distraught and upset, mm. and like it would make sense if that were a reaction to her sister dying.
1: Yeah. All like, the pain. Yeah,
0: I know we said we didn't really want to see Paige fridged, but I think we both knew it was oh, kind of inevitable. Yeah, I
1: don't want to, but at the same time, I know they have to bring the pain from somewhere, and it's kind of easier to do that with a, a new background character who then like, quickly gives motive for this newer character. Yeah, So
0: definitely. Then there's a lovely shot of Oscar kissing Carrie, and I think that's some um, Mark's wife looking on.
1: Yeah, it's really sweet.
0: It's really sweet. <laughs> I get the impression Carrie loved Oscar. <laughs> she I seemed think all so. over him at every opportunity. <laughs> yeah.
1: Awesome.
0: And there's a BBA. And there's a Gwendolyn. And there's a Kylo. God, his scar looks practically non existent in that one. It's like, Oh, you're killing me, Kylo. <laughs> yeah, you
1: can kind of see a line, but also it's uh, it's hard to know if that's just the lighting. That's
0: Yeah. Really I think he definitely has the scar. I can see like the vague indent, but it's very subtle. Mm. And yeah, they make him look so like soft and vulnerable. <laughs> like not yeah. not a single shot of Kylo in this featurette does he look intimidating, or does he look like he's doing anything remotely villainous?
1: Yeah, like, if you think not...
0: about all the shots of Phasma, she's always like doing bad shit and like blowing right. things up and shooting people, and it's just not going there with Kylo.
1: Yeah, so far the only thing we've got. And it's without context, is that sh- shot of him in the teaser where he's like pointing the saber at someone. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, he just kind of looks sad and lonely and upset.
0: Yeah. He needs a hug. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's a few shots of Daisy fighting boxes. Um, like I think that's her stunt trainer with her. Um in yeah. the bottom one. Mm-hmm. I I do love the thought of um it being them practicing some kind of scene where like Ray and Kylo are doing like synchronized moves, but that is complete fanon and it's probably just her instructor showing her how to do the thing. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's really cool. And then there's a fabulous wide shot of the casino. It yeah, looks that looks so gorgeous. cool. And I love I just... how thriving and busy it looks.
1: Yeah, this has got a real prequels kind of opera feel.
0: Yes, totally. Like it's a beautiful like Art Deco design to the background as well, like mm. all the shapes and stuff.
1: Yeah, lovely.
0: Yep. And Carrie and Mark. Porg. Oh, oh this person's like,
1: what were they doing? Like s- smoothing down his wings or something. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There was like a credit for Porgminder. Minder <laughs> something like that. They look like or children. Groover. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a lovely shot of um, Billy Lord as Connix. Yeah. She reminds me so much of her mum there. Ooh. Then um, Mark Connack 2, looking all extra. Then there's some kind of um, first order command centre blowing up.
1: Mm, interesting.
0: Yeah, which gives me wonder- TFA flashbacks. <laughs> yeah,
1: I wonder when and where that is. Yeah, it's that's a really good that, question.
0: It looks like it's in space. Yeah. But obviously, we can't be sure about that because they could change the windows to be anything. Um, right then, there's a really cool shot of um, John and Daisy like clowning around and they're like dancing. <laughs> that's really cute. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, that's> adorable. <laughs> I l- really hope that this means that we see Ray and Finn reunite in the Last Jedi because that seemed very uncertain for a while. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's more likely now. And also worth noting is that you can see there's like a red mark just by Ray's eyebrow again. So I do think she gets hurt on crate. Oh. So can you remember so right. when the shot of the three of them, so Ray, Finn, and Poe, that's on the toy packaging came out, and there was like a red bruise by her eye? And we weren't sure whether it was like a lighting mistake or whether it was an actual injury. I, I'm pretty convinced it's an actual injury now.
1: I'm still kind of skeptical about that, honestly, because. Not that she doesn't get one, but that it was hmm. intentionally there on the packaging, like because it might have just been like a prototype, and then they've actually, once we see the packaging, it's not going to be on the box. Because oh yeah, I
0: think it might well be removed from like the yeah box materials. Think, yeah. Exactly,
1: because I don't think that they would promote it with Ray looking injured. That doesn't yeah. seem right. So
0: yeah, exactly. Oh, Ray has a black eye. Perfect. <laughs> <activity>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Oh, but yeah, good news. Um, she only gets this black eye after. Um, what we're saying, she only gets this like mark around her eye after she goes to Crete, because if you look at the images of her on the Falcon of Chewie, she doesn't have it, and mm. she certainly doesn't have it after she gets out of the water and then has her hair down on Act Two. Yeah, so, for sure. I don't think I'll... it's a wound she gets from Carlo or anything.
1: Oh no, I don't think so. I think something big is going to go down on Crate. Like if she's in the action, yeah, it makes sense for her to be hit by something. Exactly. She she looks okay.
0: (laughs) She does. They they both look very happy there, but obviously that is very much out of character. (laughs) I'd love it if Finn and Ray did just like break out into an impromptu dance number, but (laughs) I'm not going to place too much hope in that. (laughs) Uh, Where are we? Right. Then we have two really interesting shots. The first is Finn and Rose with Poe, and the second is with Kylo, and. Yeah, it's so intriguing. I've seen some people suggest that Kylo might actually be there. He might be at the table.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw some tinfoil hatty kind of stuff about people matching up the lighting and the shadows and everything. It's yeah. so tempting to do that kind of thing, but I am not allowing myself to read into that yeah. kind of thing.
0: I'm not going to read too far into it. I think um, to talk about the first image like first, I reckon this is probably after Finn and Rose get back from Canto Bite. How do you know that? Um, Well, it's it's like costumes for a start because those are the costumes they wear on Canto Bite. And Poe's costume, he's got like a new jacket on, a black jacket. Oh,
1: that makes sense. Okay, so I think
0: that's the jacket he's wearing once he's been promoted to captain status. Got it.
1: Because at first I was like, maybe this is him like sending them off on their mission. Yeah. But if he's been promoted while they've been away. Yeah, yeah, that is a big clue.
0: Yeah. I think that's what happens because I think that they're sent off to Canto by when like, Leia's around because there's those shots of um, Leia with Poe and Finn mm. um, like at the command centre for the resistance. Um, so yeah, I think Leia perhaps gives them that mission and then Poe is here explaining where they stand at this point and telling them where they need to go next. Mm. So I have seen people speculate that if Ray comes back with the news that either Luke can't help them or Luke might, actively be undermining them because he's gone crazy or he's gone evil or something. I'm not saying either of those things are happening. I'm just throwing them out as possibilities. I've seen speculation that then basically the resistance are screwed because they were pinning all their hopes on Luke. And so if he can't help them, then they need to help themselves. Mm. So this could be like a last ditch, like plan to try and like just take out Snoke. For example, so we know that Finn and Rose infiltrate the mega star destroyer, and we believe that's where Snoke is and there's lots of talk of bombs and planting bombs and stuff so it's very possible that that is what Finn and Rose are up to in the final act, it's an act of desperation they're trying to take out Snoke's command ship because they know Luke won't help them
1: yeah, interesting Mm.
0: yeah there's another shot of Kylo looking extremely evil I must say (laughs) he he, he looks like the yeah, no, that is a much more accurate one. In motion, you can see like his hair like flopping and looking beautiful. <laughs> he's so he gorgeous. Looks like
1: a villain, he looks kind of pathetic here. And just, what am I doing? What's he's going he's on? Because he's little... looking round at someone, right? It looks like someone's walked into a room and he's looking over to them.
0: Yeah, it looks like little boy lost, or big boy lost, because Adam's freaking huge. But <laughs> um. Oh, God, I-, I forgot about this shot. I think this my- shot might be one of my favourites, actually. It's Rey holding her lightsaber in like this dark space. and Oh, God, she looks amazing. Yeah, I'm
1: trying to figure out when this would be. Yeah. Again, the costumes are kind of throwing me off.
0: Yeah, like, unfortunately, there's not much to help us here because she's wearing that cloak and her hair is hidden. I think her hair's tied back, though, so presumably it's still free buns. Maybe it's like a similar thing to Luke's vision in the cave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, wait, I've noticed something. I've noticed something in the what? background. It's stones. I reckon that's one of the beehive hut, beehive huts.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I think she's inside a beehive hut because that is certainly not the background, like within the tree cave or whatever that weird thing is.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, beehive hut is. <laughs> um, then the next shot actually shows Adam behind the scenes yeah I Brian. didn't see
1: him until someone pointed him out because he's kind of hidden by that monitor
0: <laughs> yeah and then when you see the hair you're like how did I ever not notice
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder what's going on in this scene
0: yeah like it's impossible to be sure or be confident in anything but there is a woman obscured by the crew member in front I like to think it's later. there's no reason to think it is but I love the thought of Ben coming home and being reunited with his mum
1: oh it's possible
0: it is possible, yeah. Like, I just see—I don't know, like the eye, but yeah, like I. Yeah, I that could it's... be
1: anyone, but it also looks like it could be Carrie, so.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Hat it's
1: understandable to hope for that scene.
0: Yeah. Oh, lovely shot, of Carrie. More shots of Carrie. So much Carrie. It's great. Yeah. And, and then finally, Admiral Akbar.
1: Oh, my God, I love this pun. It's a wrap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Oh, it was wonderful. I do think it's gorgeous. I love it. And I love how much fun everyone seems to be having on this set. Like, that's just my overriding impression, just an impression of, like, fun and joy and delight in what they're doing, and that's so nice.
1: Yeah, for sure, because overall the tone of the story sounds like it's going to be pretty dramatic, like lots of stuff's going down. but they're also emphasising joy because that's what Star Wars is about in the end, even though there's lots of pain along the way.
0: Exactly. Right. Unfortunately, we're actually running over quite considerably for time and we have places to be and things to do. Um, So we're going to love you and leave you here um but yeah thank you very much for listening as always um i'm rachel and you can find me at star wars nonsense on tumblr and at journal of the star wars on wordpress where can people find you Kirsty?
1: i'm basilar bay on tumblr and scavengers horde on twitter
0: thank you so much for tuning in and please do tune in next time and we will hopefully finally get around to talking about forces for destiny <coughs> and all the other glorious things we haven't had time for today Um, so thank you and goodbye. Bye. Bye.